Yes, yes, Casanovians. Dude, it's absolutely pissing it down the Lake District today. Let me just show you what I can see. Wet as fuck, which is um quite fitting for the live stream uh, today. Um, so I've made notes uh, just to keep myself on track. So yeah, let's just get into it. Um, so I'll, I'll pre-frame it. Um, the purpose of this live stream is to help you become fluent in the language of the feminine. And by listening to this stream all the way through, you're going to learn how even the most clueless of guys can quickly become a woman's ultimate fantasy. If you don't know who I am, my name's Christian, and I run an elite private network called The Entourage for high achievers who want to become the greatest seducers on the planet in the fastest possible time. If you're someone who wants to be going on multiple dates a week, have more high quality options than you know what to do with, and be known amongst your friends as a guy who gets all the girls, click the link below and apply to join us. So let me lay out the order of play, okay? So this live stream today, I think that making the notes makes everyone's life easier because I can just ramble like I'm doing now. Um, we're going we're gonna to kick things off with the six most practical elements when it comes to building se sexual tension with a girl who you've just met. Then we're going to talk about the most important mindset, right, for becoming a woman's ultimate fantasy. So that's super juicy. Yeah, we're, we're going to be we're going to be outlining like the most important thing to have in your mind which is going to allow you to build sexual tension with a girl fast. All right, so that's going to be juicy. Um, and then I'm going to leave you with a real-world example, like fucking gobsmack, mate. Like, wait, this guy actually goes out of his bedroom and does shit. <laughs> yeah, look, if you're a long-time viewer of this channel, you know that this is not a talking head channel. I like to actually go out there and do shit <laughs> rather than just talking about doing shit. Um, so yeah, I'm going to leave you with a real world example of me building sexual tension with a girl who I've just met. So it doesn't get any more concrete than that. So yeah, this is going to be a super juicy live stream. I'm going to be dropping an avalanche of obscene fucking value. So yeah, if you're watching this right now, just drop the live stream a like. It tells me that you're here and it tells me that you're actually enjoying the free value that I'm sharing. So yeah, just drop the live stream a like and then we can get into it. Cool. Appreciate us. Okay, so let's go over, first of all, the six most important elements which go into actually building the sexual tension. Right? I want to lay this out in, in crystal clear detail and I'm, I just want to make this as practical as possible. Okay, so first of all, eye contact, all right? You might have heard of the tiger eyes or the glistening eyes. The eyes really do have a language all of their own, which supersedes basic words, right? Like the way that you look at a woman, this is where this sexual tension is being built, right? You're You're looking at her like you actually desire her. So if you think about Think about Daniel Craig in Casino Royale. And by the way, every video that I mention, like a video that I've made, I'm going to link it in the in the description so you can actually understand what I'm talking about. But there's a scene in Casino Royale where Daniel Craig is flirting with Vespa and they're on a train. And this, this clearly articulates and expresses what I'm talking about when it comes to the way that you're looking at the women who you're speaking with, right? So eye contact, yeah, looking at women like you actually desire them, yeah, the tiger eyes, glistening eyes, like smiling at her with your eyes. This is all really important. Um, and, you know, when it, when it comes to eye contact, it's not about having a staring competition, yeah, like oftentimes if I'm speaking with guys, I'm trying to help them with their eye contact, their eye contact is either non-existent or it's way too intense, yeah? It's about finding this Goldilocks level of eye contact. So there's this, there's this thing known as fractionation. I don't know if you've heard about fractionation. Fractionation is essentially knowing when to hold the gaze and knowing when to roll off, yeah? So it's not about having a staring competition, but it's about making your eye contact carry weight by making the eye contact <clears throat> actually matter, Okay, so if you're if you're speaking with a friend, then just get them to give you some feedback. Like, what do you think about the way that I'm making eye contact? Like something like really basic, because 
we don't know what we don't know, right? Like we're unaware of our own blind spots. So this is why it's important to actually get feedback, to be surrounded by like-minded guys who, who who don't think it's weird. Like, you know, any any person who's in my network can ask me for feedback on anything and I'll just give them brutally honest feedback. Right? I'll be like, your eye contact's too intense. You dress like a pauper. Uh, you stink. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody who actually stinks, but you get the idea. Just getting that no bullshit feedback. Um, so... I made a note here, and this is really important. The eyes allow us to start an interaction with a girl before any words have been exchanged. And I have this mantra that I say to myself and I try and install into my guys, which is live your entire life like it's foreplay, right? Live your entire life like it's foreplay. So the majority of the mind-dead masses who are sonambulating, sleepwalking through life it's like they don't realize the abundance of opportunities which are available to them. Like as you're going like as you're going around your everyday life, women are everywhere. Opportunities are everywhere. And it's just a shift in mindset. Living your entire life like it's foreplay. I hope you understand what I'm getting. I don't really feel like I need to explain it in any more detail than that, but it's this notion of always being on, yeah, always being ready to act. This seduce the world mindset like every time you leave the house before you've even left the house setting the intention that if if I see somebody who interests me I will go over and speak to that person yeah guys are always wanting to be like oh you know when I see that person I'll go over and talk to them but they don't because they've not lubricated their mind ready for the action so here's what I want you to do every time you leave the house from this point onwards you must say the mantra to yourself if I see somebody who interests me, I will go over and I will speak to that person. Now, in regards to eye contact, a really practical exercise that I want you to start doing, especially if you're someone who does struggle with eye contact, because dude, like eye contact, it is one of the most crucial elements of building sexual tension with a girl who you've just met. If you're fidgeting around and you're just you're averting the gaze like some scared little boy, dude, she's not going to get turned on by you. So eye contact is paramount. And that's why we're starting here. But as a really practical exercise that anyone can start doing, every time you leave the house, force yourself to make eye contact with every beautiful girl who you see and make her be the one to break the gaze, right? This is just a super powerful, practical way to quickly conquer eye contact. Because at the moment, I guarantee you're looking at the floor or if, if you look at a beautiful girl, you look away before she looks at you or you're the one to, to break the gaze. So every time you leave the house, force yourself to make eye contact with every beautiful girl who walks past you. Now hold the gaze, give her a little smile, let her be the one to break off. And then here's, here's the important part here, right? This is going to take you from good to excellent. If you get the vibe once you've made eye contact with a girl that she's interested in you, that approach then becomes a warm approach. A warm approach allows you to experience success in advance because you've got you've got the indicator of interest. Yeah, you've got that choosing signal that she's into you. And this is what allows us to create sexual tension fast. It's if you've already got the choosing signal, then you're able to go into that approach feeling confident. You're operating from a place of wholeness rather than from a place of lack. You're feeling in yourself, okay, this girl's into me. She might have given you a double look or she may have held the gaze and gave you a smile. Um, and then you approach her and bro, you can be super audacious with this approach. Like if, if you held the gaze and she's give you a strong indicator, you can go over and you're playing to win rather than playing not to lose, right? These are the sort of approaches where you're just going all in. Yeah, we speak a lot about going all in with your compliments. <laughs> and and like, just, just understand the blueprint that I've given you here, right? You understand the importance of eye contact now. Before you leave the house, you set the intention that if you see someone who interests you, you will approach them. And now, because you're equipped with this knowledge and belief and you've set that intention, you're going out and you're forcing yourself to make eye contact with every beautiful girl who you see. And when you do make eye 
eye contact with that gobsmackingly gorgeous girl and she appears to like you, you approach her and you can just say something like, oh, I just saw you checking me out. I had to come over and be like, you look fucking amazing. What are you doing today? And this works because you've already got this, 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 this sensation, this signal of intent. There's an infield that I've got. It's with that uh, Polish woman. I will link it below so you can actually see me doing this in real time. I'm not giving you advice. I'm not telling you to do anything that I wouldn't myself do because <laughs> I know what works, right? I've got I've got the proof of work to actually back up what I say. I was studying Nietzsche today and I was listening to his podcast about Nietzsche and someone said, um, yeah, Nietzsche was arrogant, but he earned his arrogant because nobody could deny he knew what he was talking about. And if Nietzsche was alive today, he'd be the ultimate tr Twitter troll, but he could get away with it because he actually knows what he's talking about. He's actually got the proof of work to back it up. And that's how I feel as well. I feel like to some degree, like Nietzsche is flowing through my body where... You know, some people might think, oh, this guy's full of himself. This guy's obnoxious. But it's like, yeah, but dude, I've got the proof of work. I've got this catalogue of content to actually back it up. You know, I'm not just another talking head video who just talks and does nothing, right? So what I'm telling you actually works. I'm going to link the videos below, which actually show you me doing this in real time. So eye contact, that's the main thing. Building that sexual tension quickly comes about by you going out, making eye contact, and then capitalizing on these signals of intent. That's some serious value. That is like some serious, serious value. That's only the first principle. Do me a favor, like the live stream, because, dude, like, <laughs> that's so good. Another thing that Nietzsche said, which I think was really interesting, he said, um, I can say more in a sentence than most people can say in a book. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, that's such that's such, a, such an obnoxious statement, but I completely resonate with that. I feel as though I say more. I feel as though I drop more value in these live streams, which are free and which I do every day. I feel like I drop more value in the first 10 minutes than the majority of gurus drop in their entire paid course. <laughs> it's like, pay me $997 for what? Christian's already given me everything for free and he's better and I like him more. <laughs> so it's just funny. Um, but yeah, just fucking shout out to Nietzsche, bro, because I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, warm approaching allows us to experience uh, success in advance. Um, if you're not getting those indicators of interest, then it's because you're not fuckable enough at the moment. So um, you need to improve your overall holistic appearance, the way you look, the way you speak, the way you think. Um, you can get my entire course. It's free, my most uh, fuckable man course. So I used to look like a turnip and dress like a moron, couldn't pull a muscle um, in a relatively short space of time. I've turned my life around. Again, I know what I'm talking about. So all the shit's below. Um, so yeah, if, if girls are not giving you indicators of interest, because it's because you're not high enough on the SMV totem pole. You're not fuckable enough at the moment. That's okay. But you need to be putting the reps in because no one else is going to, no one's, no one is coming to save you, right? No one is no one is coming to save you. So you can either cry and complain or you can get on with it and do what I did and actually put the reps in. Right, um, next thing, vocal tonality. Um, so this is really important. Um, oh, actually, I forgot one, one important thing on the eye contact. Dude, I made so many fucking notes on this. Um, this is really important, actually, when you're making eye contact. This is something that I've struggled with for a long time. When... When you're speaking, yeah, when you're speaking with women, make sure you're still able to hold the eye contact when you're talking. So I don't know about you, but I always found it super easy to hold eye contact when somebody was talking to me. But when I was talking to somebody else, I really struggled making eye contact because it was almost this this avoidance strategy. I it was it's just a weird psychological thing. I didn't want to see how my words were affecting that person. Because you have to remember, right? I used to be super, super, super socially anxious, right? I used to break out in so sweating fits. I hated the social spotlight. So like when I was speaking to people, especially women, I hated I hated like seeing how my words altered them. But like <laughs> this is so important because you need to train yourself to be able to actually continue making the eye contact while you're speaking because if you're not looking at the women as you're speaking to them 
you're unable to detect the changes and the shifts and the little micro expressions, right? So maybe like once you've complimented a girl or you've maybe you've used an innuendo or a euphemism, like you want to be able to see how your words are affecting her external, yeah? So really force yourself when you're when people are speaking to you, look at them. But more importantly, for me anyway, make sure, Christian, when you're speaking, yeah, when you're speaking to a woman, you actually look at her as you're delivering in the words. I used to have a lot of resistance towards doing that. I was wondering, huh, why does this tension keep getting broken? Oh, it's because I'm breaking it because I'm a little pussy. So yeah, just continue to practice this. This is something that you can practice as you're going about your everyday life. The person who serves you coffee, the lady at the bus stop, um, the, the gobsmackingly gorgeous MILF who's like strutting down the pavement, just practice looking at her and uh, looking at her as you're speaking, as she's speaking to you. Um, that's important. I think it's just that lightning combination of the tiger eyes and saying things with a smirk, right? Like, again, I'm using Daniel Craig from Casino Royale as the vantage point, like saying things with a smirk. Like, if you actually start to speak with a smirk, so... I read this book a long time ago. It's called The Bell Jar, and it's by Sylvia Sylvia Plath. So she wrote it under the pseudonym of Victoria Lucas. The book's got nothing to do with seduction. However, there's this one sentence in the book which has always stayed with me. So in The Bell Jar, the protagonist of the novel, um, she's described, or she self-describes herself as walking around as if she knows a joke about everybody that no one else knows, right? And like if you if you're walking around the world wearing a smirk on your face as if you know a joke about everyone else in the room you start to make people feel uncomfortable in a way but in a good way because it's like what does this guy know like why has he got a smirk on his face like it almost like triggers some some like virtual selection where you're saying this with a smirk, you're audacious as fuck, you're making eye contact with all the beautiful girls, you're just just leaving it all out there, you're going all in, you're like, you know, I just saw you checking me out, I'm not a piece of meat, you know, I've got hashtag feelings, like, you look amazing, like, what are you doing? Like, all of this stuff, it conveys this sense of virtual selection, which is, like, pre-selection, without need, without you needing to have any other women around you. So virtual selection, if, if you have the balls and the audacity <laughs> to approach a girl stone cold sober, call her out for checking you out. It implies you've done this in the past and you've got, re you've got good results from it. And in my experience, this allows us to, to build that sexual tension quicker. It's this virtual selection. It's this you know, she's seen you, now she's talking to you, she's probably in her head thinking, huh, this, like, what, what, what does this guy know, right, and it's like, that's interesting, uh, sorry, I went on a rant there, but virtual selection is interesting, um, okay, vocal tonality, so, the second element of building um, sexual tension is your vocal tonality, so you want to be speaking with a lower vibrational tonality, all right? So when I was first learning cold approach back in 2020, <laughs> I got the shock of my life when I listened to myself back because my voice was way too high-pitched. I was speaking way too fast as well. I was erratic, high energy. You're not you're not going to be able to build any sexual tension if you're too erratic, yeah? Like, seduction happens in the stillness, and really we want to be allowing the silence to do the work. I'm getting too far ahead of myself, but vocal tonality, a little bit like the way that I'm speaking to you now. Like, there's a, I can feel a vibration. Like there's, like, a vibration in my throat as I'm speaking to you, and th this vocal tonality mixed with the eye contact is absolute killer, okay? So what will help with this is actually recording the audio of your conversations. The reason why I say to you, record the audio of your conversation so much is because it works, yeah? If I didn't have that point of reference when I first started watching myself back and being able to listen to my conversations, then I wouldn't have got so good so fast, yeah? You need to know where you're fucking up so you know what to improve. If you can actually listen to the way that you speak, yeah, it's going to feel cringy at first. You're going to probably despise the way that you speak, but suck it up because this is the only way to improve, right? We need that point of reference. We need to be able to audit ourselves or even better, get other people to audit us and be like, bro, 
your tonality needs work and you know it in yourself because oftentimes when we're cold approaching or just meeting girls as we go about our everyday lives the nerves can get the better of us yeah like <laughs> everyone's been there where you're trying to be all seductive and you what did christians say let the silence do the work but you're speaking too fast you've got the little boy voice coming out of you like hi i saw you you look amazing <laughs> so like mickey mouse voice going on but you know, it's a rite of passage with all this stuff no one starts off perfect i think you do need to give yourself permission to suck at the start um, to become great at anything, you have to risk not being able to do it. And I think it helps as well. Um, the fact that I'm by no means uh, a natural when it comes to any of this stuff. Yeah, I'm just working it out one day at a time. And I'm using this channel to document my learning. So again, Nietzsche said that he who has a strong enough why can bear any how. Yeah, so you need to know why you're actually learning this stuff. Like the fact that you actually want to become the greatest seducer on the planet. You want more high quality options and you know what to do with. You want to be known amongst your friends as a guy who gets all the girls. It's like if there's a building on fire, you're probably not going to go into that building. However, if there's a building on fire and your child is inside that building, you're going to go inside that building, right? You've got a strong enough why so you can bear any how. It's the same when you're applying yourself to this discipline of seduction. Like seduction is life. Yeah, seduction is sales. Seduction is learning how to get what you want. But you need to be so clear on why you're doing this. Otherwise, everything that I say, it's it's entertainment at best. So you need to have that burning desire inside of you to actually become a, like a fucking legend with all of this stuff. Otherwise, like you're not gonna get anywhere. But yeah, vocal tonality, get a point of reference, record the audio, your conversation. But you know, having this, having this bed voice, yeah, having this seductive voice and you know what a seductive voice sounds like you can even create like video diaries to yourself like i'm i'm making this video for you now but you can create these video or audio diaries where you're listening to yourself back getting that voice 10 out of 10 um i speak about voice as well in my free course conversation killer you'll be able to get that uh, below um so the third element we've, we've covered it slightly but is actually to say less, all right? Let the silence do the work, marinate in the moment. Again, record yourself because I used to say far too much in conversations, right? I was high adrenaline, high energy, but seduction does happen in the stillness. And this is actually good news. I think, you know, when guys are like, oh, I'm more of a, a low energy guy and they think that this is a bad thing. Like whenever I'm working with low energy guys, which is most of my clients, actually, I think most of my clients would would label themselves as low energy or introverted i actually think if you are more low energy naturally it's a superpower because you're able to sink into that more seductive field yeah someone like me who came from a performance background so i was performing magic for 10 years I learned how to be captivating. I learned how to be compelling through the use of high energy. So I had the charm, the wit, the charisma. But when it came to that lower energy, that assertiveness, that dominance, that groundedness, that's where I needed to work. And I think with all of this stuff, it's seductive versatility. Yeah, it's it's understanding what does the moment want. And this is this is what I mean when I say becoming fluent in the language of the feminine. But you're only going to learn all this stuff through reps, like through real world practice. But yeah, if you consider yourself more of a low energy guy, lean into that. Yeah, take your time more in conversations. Understand that it's not what you're saying, it's how you're saying it. It's how you're making her feel through your eye contact, through your delivery, through the smirk on your face. Like this is, you know, holistic. Um but yeah, saying less, that's something that I had to train myself to do because I was always rushing into filling the silences. But understanding the power of the pause. Yeah, even the next time you're speaking with a girl, just counting to three in your mind before you say anything else. So like, where are you from? I'm from London. And then just count one, two, three. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> this was going so well. I'm not sure if we can be friends anymore. This is me just feeding in some like provocative polarizing fucking lines, which they're also useful to build some tension. But 
yeah, say less. Um, the next thing is proximity, all right? So when we're speaking with girls, especially girls who we really like, we want our body language to reflect our desire. So whenever I'm coaching my guys one-on-one, -on -one, one of the biggest um, sticking points, which most people are not aware of when it comes to cold approach, is proximity. So most guys, most guys stand too far away from the girl because... I think basically it's because they're scared of women to some degree. I think with cold approach, it's that permission aspect as well. Like when you're first starting cold approach, the whole thing just feels fucking weird. So you're like, wait, I need to get close to the girl that I'm speaking with. But the, the more comfortable you get in your cold approach conversations, I had this epiphanova, I would say two years after I started, like to really create this... <clears throat> <clears throat> to really create this private bubble of intimacy it actually is about you getting closer to the girl than you're comfortable doing right it might just mean you taking one more step into her space and if she takes a step back that's fine you can recognize that that was too much for her but if if she likes you and there's a solid vibe there and you can feel that seductive aura when you take that step into her space, she'll just stay there. It's like a game of chess in a way. Like you move and she stays. That's good. That's an indicator of interest. And then and you'll feel it. You'll feel it in yourself. Like my best conversations are conversations where I've made the most powerful cosmic connections. And when I've bridged that gap. So let's say like this is that's <laughs> this is me. That's the girl. So like that's too far. And then we get closer, all right? And then that's what creates that 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 private bubble of intimacy where and you've you'll have you may have had it yourself if you've been in this game for a while where when when you're in this private bubble, it's like the the rest of the world just melts away. So like for those eight minutes, it feels like eight years. And I think this is one of the true beautiful things of cold approach where you can meet a girl, it can just be on straight away. Yeah, you make the eye contact, you have a smirk on your face, maybe, but it's just like the stars are aligned. You step into her space, she accepts your invitation, she stays, and then the rest of the world does just melt away, right? You're in this private bubble of intimacy, and, and, and the sexual tension is palpable. Proximity, it's so important, and yeah, it's something that I teach to my guys, once once they've become comfortable having those cold approach conversations, so get your first 100 cold approaches out of the way, they're just batting practice, and then once you are comfortable, you can approach and carry a conversation and get numbers, you want to start to hit that supernatural level, and for me it's proximity, getting closer, creating that private bubble. Um, yeah, drop the, drop the stream a like if you're enjoying this so far, I feel as though we've dropped about 10 years worth of value into what, like, 27 minutes so yeah drop the stream a like tell me that you're enjoying it tell me that you want to continue dropping this avalanche of free fucking value smash the shit out that like button um the next element is overall speed all right so talking slow and controlled having that grounded vibe i've wrote here um don't drink too much caffeine that's actually a really practical point christian like yeah just be be wary of your caffeine intake especially when it comes to you going out cold approaching depending on how caffeine hits you it can make guys very excitable and very puppy dog like and it's like you know like huh you know i just saw you look really good so you know be wary, be mindful of your caffeine intake. Um, and, and being able to enter this place of seductive stillness, really simple, breathe, right? Like when you get outside to cold approach or when you first arrive at a venue, breathe, take in the room, see how many people you can make eye contact with. Yeah, if you're super up in your head when you, let's say you go to a pub or a bar there's a natural tendency to want to avoid the spotlight, just go over, get your table, not speak to anybody. Breathe, right? Tell yourself that you are the king of your reality. Tell yourself you are the king of this environment, like you are the main character in your own movie. Think about all the mindsets we spoke about, solipsism, liberated nihilism, that, that passage from Macbeth, like life is a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage, you know the one. So, 
being your own mental point of origin, as Tomasi would say, just moving moving through the world, like you are the architect of your own success. Yeah, like just just acting as if you are the most fuckable man on the planet. And when you get outside, maybe you're cold approaching. Just breathe, yeah, breathe the world in, yeah, because when you're censored, when you're grounded and when you're controlled, your physiology will match your psychology. That actually might mean moving through the world slower, yeah, talking slower, thinking slower, moving slower. This is what allows us to tap into this sensei seduction, yeah, like entering your own mental dojo, breathe, take it in, here's a beautiful girl right in front of you, forget about the future, forget about the past, it's the power of now, as Eckhart Tolle would say, I do think, you know, with the whole, like, mindfulness and meditation, and I think, for me, like, cold approach is the ultimate meditation, if you can remain calm in the chaos and keep your brain nice and chilled (laughs) during a hyper-stressful activity, I feel as though you have conquered the mind in that moment, yeah, just like whilst it's like, like the world is just popping off around you, you're able to stay slow and controlled, like this is how we create sexual tension, like tension happens in the stillness, it's not when we're super erratic and we're going 100 miles an hour, it's breathe, take in the world, make eye contact with people, oh, that woman's made eye contact with me, what did I say before I went out today? If I see someone who takes my attention, I'm going to go over and speak to that person. Hi, I just saw you checking me out. You look amazing. What are you doing today? Boom, wrapping it up beautifully. And then the um, <clears throat> the sixth element, this is super practical. This is, um, this is um, a provocative, polarizing open. Um, I think this is from Todd Valentine. Um, I think I got this from Todd. Well, I got this from a friend of mine who'd consumed a lot of Todd V's content and he he basically filtered through, it's like some fucking AI robot. He basically filtered through all of Todd's content and he sent me the best stuff. Um, the line, you look like trouble. So opening, yeah, like the first thing, the first thing that you say to a girl that you like you look like trouble. Now, this is perfect if you've already got those indicators of interest. So maybe you're at a bar and you keep catching the eye contact of a, other, of a girl in the bar, right? So remember, living your entire life like it's foreplay, seducing the world, always being primed for those moments. And then maybe she goes to the bar and you go to the bar at the same time. You just open, it's like, you look like trouble right? It's such a powerful, provocative open. And yeah, if it if it lands, then you've, you've got this immediate sexual vibe that you're starting off with. It's not like, hi, I just saw you, you look really nice. It's, you look like trouble. I say it with a smirk on your face as well. And yeah, she'll get it. Yeah, if you've already... If you're already front loaded with the eye contact, the 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 mindset that you've got, that living your life like it's foreplay seduce the world, um, then that's truly powerful. Yeah, like you look like trouble. Just just rep it out, you know, rep it out, try it out. You can use it in the daytime as well. Like if you've got those those indicators of interest and you're able to warm approach and experience success in advance, or excuse me, speak English, great, you look like trouble, like my mum warned me about good, whatever, you look like trouble, yeah, you look like trouble, even just like say this shit to yourself like five or six times in the mirror before you go out, because then you've got your vocal cords firing, you're already socially lubricated, it feels as though you've already done it a million times before, but again, there's no, there's no substitute for real world learning, so I want you to transmute information into implementation, actually go out and put this stuff into practice, and then let me know how you got on in the comments below, so that's important. Um, but I put as well, in terms of all of this um, polarization, because this is a polarizing open, like you look like trouble, like, <laughs> like who, who's going around actually saying this shit? Very few people. So you know, you're already separating yourself from the crowd by having the audacity to start conversations in this way. Yeah, you're not just another one of the, the mind dead masses or the roboticized fucking bots. It's like, oh, this is something different here. I've never been approached like this before. This guy's got balls. He must have done this in the past. He must have got good results. The virtual selection's kicking in. Now she's getting turned.
and don't remember audacity is arousing yeah taking these bold social risks being he who can being he who is prepared to go beyond what most people are prepared to do and therefore live a life that most people are never going to live and i think it all it all feeds into your most seductive self yeah i think it, it's like being free from outcome in a way where you're just going about your life you're seducing the world you're taking fulfillment in the feminine like she's a beautiful girl i'm gonna delight in her radiance a rep itself is the reward but this like this notion of polarizing because i think we need to remind ourselves that women can't be turned on by guys who they don't respect right they cannot be turned on by guys who they don't respect so for you to actually build this sexual tension fast she needs to respect you and one of the best ways to actually get a woman's respect is taking her off her pedestal right disagree with her challenge her opinions on things like if she says something that you don't agree with then don't just agree with her because you're scared of losing value in her eyes or pissing her off like we need to get away from our fear of the feminine right she cannot be turned on by a guy who she doesn't respect so if she's like i think london's the best city on earth and you think that london's shit then call her out on it be like wait london you're taking the piss like it's almost like i heard a good friend of mine alex alex He's an absolute legend. And he told me, I think he got it from Patrice O'Neill, actually, where he's like, when it comes to flirting with girls and actually building this tension, you want to be like her brother and her dad at the same time, right? You, you want to be acting like her brother and her dad at the same time. So the think about the archetype of the brother. It's like, you know, it's almost like the, the bantering, the, it's like being silly, like calling her out, just like teasing her. Uh, maybe like, you know, just like fucking play fighting here and there. Like, what are you doing? You're an idiot. Like, you're stupid. And then the, the figure of the father is grounded. Yeah, he has authority. He just tells her what to do. Like, they're, like, they're responding to both of these stimuli. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's just like a super interesting uh, thought pattern. It's having like both of those energies, almost like the energies of the, of the child and the king simultaneously. Yeah. So you're able to, you're able to entertain both types of energy. You've got the charm, the playfulness and the charisma. That's like the light aura. But then on the opposite spectrum, you've got the dominance, you've got the assertiveness, you've got the groundedness. That's like the dark aura. That's like the the, the James Bond, the Tommy Shelby, the Hank Moody. Yeah, you've got that that lower that lower grounded energy where she respects you. Like there, she can have fun with you, but she respects you. Do you get what I'm saying here? I think that's a super interesting thought pattern. Appreciate you, Alex, for sharing that with me. Um, but yeah, like the live stream because that's some fucking serious sauce that. Um, but yeah, I think knowing yourself, yeah, the more you know yourself, the less you're going to be swayed. So, you know, who are you? You know, who are you? What do you believe in? What are your likes? What are your dislikes? And then just being able to call this out in conversations. Like I've made the point so many times that, this whole process of, of learning game, yeah, it's not a process of learning anything new. It's unlearning, right? Relearning that which we already know, stripping back those layers of social conditioning so we can connect with our most authentic selves. So, you know, we already know what to do. And I think it's like the cultured caveman being able to just act on instinct and not being scared of losing, yeah, playing to win rather than playing not to lose, and, you know, disagreeing with her, calling her out, even just, like, setting boundaries. If she does something that pisses you off, don't let her get away with it because she's going to lose all respect for you. So I think when it comes to actually building tension with a girl who you like, it's about being a respectable figure who has enough respect for himself. Because what this does, like when you're able to, to challenge girls and you're challenging them from a place of love as well, it's not coming from like a, I'm just going to like ruthlessly dominate you and I don't really care about you. It's coming from a place of love. Like we challenge each other in order to help each other grow. Yeah, and it projects your it projects your proclivity as a protector. If she knows you've got the confidence to call her out on her bullshit and take her off a pedestal, she knows she can trust you. Yeah, and that's why being polarizing and disagreeing with her and taking her off her pedestal is so important, especially the hotter the girl is. Like the hotter the girl is, she's 
most likely had her ass kissed her entire life and no one disagrees with her because they're scared of losing value in her eyes but if you can be that guy who can be like no you're wrong or i disagree with that or what the fuck are you talking about like why do you even think that she's going to think about you differently because she can trust you and therefore she can respect you and now she can get turned on by you so that's super important and that i think this is is it's more important than any looks money or fucking status it's your character it's who you are rather than what you have yeah whilst the majority of those black pill morons are focusing on getting a better face or getting fucking surgery to get fucking more symmetrical jaw like all of that stuff is bollocks if you can't actually arouse a woman yeah what was the, the quote from zan men become aroused through their eyes women become aroused through their ears yeah so make sure that you're focusing your energy and your attention on the right things rather than on the suboptimal things um so done that have opinions don't change your mind just oh don't change your mind just to please a woman i got that from david day there that's important as well being your own mental point of origin right let's talk about the mindset let's talk about the most important mindset when it comes to building tension with a girl who you've just met so the biggest the biggest mindset shift for me came when i read my secret garden by nancy friday all right if you've not read my secret garden then it's basically a book which document um, the fantasies of housewives and i think it was 1960s america um if you've not read it you don't really have to because i'm basically explaining it to you in this stream but my secret garden opened my eyes and made me realize that women are sexual creatures right they are fantasizing about the wildest craziest things that would make a nun blush right and then, and and they're having all these thoughts on a daily basis yeah when they're I don't know, when they're on the bus, when they're in their Uber, when they're at church, when they're with their family, like, they're having this, these, their, their brains are being flooded with these filthy thoughts, and just becoming aware of this, yeah, is, it was, it was the biggest shift in mindset for me, because I went from viewing women as these dainty little creatures, like, who I had to tiptoe around, like, oh, she never has a bad thought, to realizing that, dude like they are actually filthy <laughs> like in the in the best way possible and you know there's a reason why 50 shades of gray was the best-selling book of the decade right that, there is a reason why that happened because it, it speaks this primordial ancient feminine desire to be dominated by a strong masculine man yeah and I think once once this shift occurs, and hopefully that shift is, is starting to occur within you, you no longer are going out there to be validated. You're going out there to be respected. You're going out to actually find women, right? But I understand at the start of this journey, you are going out there because you want to be validated, especially when you're starting with cold approach. You want to be validated. You want to have that positive reference experience from the feminine, the smiles, the thank yous, the, oh, I really appreciate this because this tells your mind it's okay for you to do. I think it took me about two years from when I started to start to make this shift. So reading My Secret Garden was pivotal. I think just having real world experiences with real world women, like the women who I was getting with at the start of my journey, the conversations I was having, like when when a woman feels safe within your presence and she knows she can open up to you and you're not going to judge her for the thoughts and the feelings and the fantasies that she has, dude, like you learn so much so fast about women because, you know, girls would would share their fantasies with me they would it's almost like this i know that you know that i know so something that i used to do i, I still do it as well but i'm traveling a lot at the moment so i don't have, always have a copy with me but i would just have a copy of my secret garden on my coffee table right just have a copy of that book on my coffee table and then when a girl would come round either she would just pick it up and start reading or i would just say oh have you ever read this before and then you can read passages of the book together you can read to her she can read to you and dude like this is one of the the greatest ways to bypass all of the bullshit to bulldoze through the bullshit and connect with women on this on this oh what's the word on this uh, no mm, on this 
I guess, human level. I wanted to think of a word which was almost like, um, oh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, you're able to connect with them as they are rather than as they feel as though they need to be. I think that's a beautiful thing. It's like, dude, if you're reading My Secret Garden with a girl and now she feels comfortable enough to share her own fantasies, or what can often happen is you're reading a passage from My Secret Garden and she's like, wow, that sounds similar to the things that I think about. I always thought I was weird. And then she connects her being able to be herself with you. And like, bro, like this this supersedes all of the, the garbage which is which is on the internet. Like looks, money, status. I'm not saying don't acquire those things. It's fun to acquire the materialistic trophies, become the most fuckable version of you. Do your fucking you know jaw exercises if you want to, but this is the deep shit here, right? It's 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 connecting it's connecting with her biology rather than her psychology. And yeah, this this like this is like this is um this has been so crucial on my journey, this realization that women are ugh, these complex, beautiful, mysterious, twisted, and oh, just whatever, like individuals. It's fucking great and it's normal and it's healthy. Yeah, just like I think removing removing your set removing your sense of sexual shame as well. Yeah, like realistically, we're all here because of sex we are we are we are born through this medium of sex yeah it's this god-given gift that we can procreate with these beautiful creatures known as women so i think you know giving yourself permission to be a sexual being and accepting that women are exactly the same and it's it's collaborative and not competitive. And I think the mindsets that I've shared, like treating your entire life like it's foreplay, going out there, seducing the world, remembering the 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 points of my secret garden, all these fantasies that they are thinking about on a daily basis. And it's like if if you're able to penetrate her bullshit and see her as she is, rather than as she feels as though she needs to be you know, she, she finds escape within you, you know, you become her escapism, if, like, she needs to put on this mask when she's at work, when she's with her family, but if with you, she can just escape into her fantasy land, like, these whispers from Wonderland that you're able to provoke inside of her, then it's like, fuck, like, you're able to become her ultimate fantasy, because you're able to, to, to take that woman on a journey to adventures in her mind that she never even thought possible. You're able to enter her dark forest there together, hold her hand through the entire experience and be like, listen, I'm not going to judge you for anything. Anything that happens between the two of us, it stays between me and it stays between me and you. I just want you to enjoy yourself. Like, I just want you to have the best time possible and just know that like, I get it and I understand. Like, I made that point before. I, I'm like, well, Zan says, a man who loves women is loved by women. But I think to get women, you have to get women, like understand them, like become fluent in the language of the feminine. How do you do that? It's by getting out there, speaking to women. Like if you spoke to 100 new women this week, right? If you spoke to 100 new women this week, you would have 100 new points of reference. Yeah, because I, I've, I've used that mantra before, never be at home. Yeah, like you're not gonna meet the girl of your dreams if you just sat in your room listening to my fucking live streams. Like, I want every live stream that I create to inspire you to take radical action. Even if that's just going to a pub on Saturday on your own, going to the pub and just seeing how much eye contact you can make with the girls, or just like fucking going to like a, a pool table and inviting some people to play pool, like Ephraim does. That's just a great fucking thing to do. There, yeah, let's go play pool together. It fucking works. But like, you know, baby step it. Like, we're all operating on our own timeline. And I understand that. But, you know, for this shit to work, like you need to work. Like this works. So this works as long as you do. So yeah, if you spoke to a hundred new women this week, whether that's like cold approaching them or going to bars, even going to a fucking nightclub and just losing yourself in the ecstasy of the night, just be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna go to a nightclub. I'm gonna be in this like primal environment. I mean, you don't even have to do anything. You could just be in a nightclub and just watch how the rest of the punters interact with each other. And I think life is for the living, do you know what I mean, it's like there's just, 
this is almost like selection paralysis these days where we've got far too much information. We've got more information than we know what to do with. We're drowning in, in information, but there's not enough implementation. Yeah. So yeah, just go out, just fucking speak to more girls, have experiences in the land of the feminine. It's the only way that you're actually going to learn this stuff. Um, mindset said that, <coughs> unlearning said that. Um, oh yeah, there was that quote from uh, Leonardo da Vinci. I've been impressed with the urgency of doing. Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Being willing is not enough. We must do. So yeah, the mantra really is shut up and do shit. <laughs> shut up and do shit. Um, uh, bah, 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 bah. All right. So yeah, the final thing, um, this is actually, yeah, this is right, the next juicy section, right? Because I know it's getting dark here. Um, like the live stream as well for me, just because I'm going to just give you another fucking hefty slab of value. Ugh. Right. The final thing is to find archetypes to model, all right? Find archetypes to model. So I take a lot of inspiration from film and TV, yeah? So James Bond, Tommy Shelby, Don Draper, Hank Moody, Tony Soprano. Like, Tony Soprano from The Soprano is actually such an interesting figure. So remember I'm saying to you, or Zan said, um, men become aroused through their eyes, women become aroused through their ears. So <laughs> Tony Soprano is interesting because he is not a good-looking guy, right? This like his the reason why Tony Soprano became one of the most compellingly seductive men in America was because of who he was rather than what he had. So his character conveyed dominance, assertiveness, leadership. He was able to take bold risks. Like he was just like the ultimate man's man, right? This like hyper masculine character. Not not because of the way that he looked, but the way that he acted. Yeah, and just understanding that women have got different attraction triggers. Yeah, this dominance, this assertiveness, this leadership. These are characteristics that we want to embody. But yeah, I take a lot of inspiration from characters. Even though they're like not real, they could be. So it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like nothing is fucking real anyway. Like, what even is this? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, just using these figures. So um, I said at the start that I wanted to leave you with a real world example. So um, once this live stream has come to an end and I've had something to eat, <laughs> I'm going to link below. Um, I'm going to link, first of all, the video of me building sexual tension with a girl that I just met in London. And then below that, I've got a um, James Bond breakdown video. So I created a video a long time ago. It's actually doing, uh, it's actually popping off now. Um basically my breakdown, my character analysis of a scene in Casino Royale. So this this encapsulates most of the things that we've spoke about using Daniel Craig as James Bond as a figure, which you can then, you can model your behavior off and you can assimilate his characteristics into your own character. And then for the third video that I'll link below, um, I'll do the one of me warm approaching, like going over to a girl and being like, hi, saw you just checking me out, like that whole thing. So you can basically see everything we spoke about in this live stream, you can you can watch in real time because I think that's the best way to actually consume this stuff, like seeing an example of somebody, i.e. me, <laughs> going out and doing this stuff. And I think the James Bond video is super valuable as well. Uh, guys seem to enjoy it. Um, of me breaking down uh, the body language, the the eye contact, the the tonality, like all that stuff. So um, I'll, I'll link that in, in the description um, after I've had something to eat because I'm not eating today. Um, so yeah, come back to the description, like 30 minutes and all the, the videos, the links will be there. Um, but yeah, and let, let me know as well, like your thoughts in the comments. Um, if you've got any topics you would like to hear me discuss, then either comment it below or you can DM me on Instagram. So at Christian Magician is my Instagram. You can DM me over there. Even if you just want to send some love my way, be like, hey, Christian, watch your stuff, really like it. That's nice. Um, so yeah, at Christian Magician, you can uh, DM me. And that'll be nice. Um, but no, boys, um, I hope that you've enjoyed this live stream. Um, all the links for everything will be below. If you want to join the entourage, fucking do that. Uh, links for everything will be below. Um, I'm doing the daily live streams every single day. Uh, final thing, if you've made it this far, you're a legend. Like the live stream. Yeah, like the live stream because it tells me that you are enjoying the content and you want to see more of this, this style of video. So, yeah, um, to glory we go. Live legendary. Stay sexy. Speak with you tomorrow. Mwah.